Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory MD. See you there. There. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. I am doing a episode today. Very, 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 very spontaneous. Um, you're getting the live raw content right as it's being recorded. So if you are joining on any of the platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Twitter, and let's see where else, YouTube, then welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. If you are brand new, we have no idea what this podcast is, who I am. I am a emergency physician who is a mom to three amazing cherubs, wife to an incredible scientist and entrepreneur. And I made a decision some years ago to face my fear of public speaking by starting this podcast in the hopes that I'd be able to encounter individuals just like you who are facing fear and are willing to tell the tale. And so I am super grateful. This month, December marks the three-year anniversary of the podcast, and it is absolutely exciting to see the progress of the show, the impact of the show, and the fact that you know we have been in it every single week for the past three years. And that in and of itself is a huge testimony because if you know anything about podcasting, you know that most podcasts go into pod fade, unfortunately, where literally after episode five or seven, the podcast fades away into the ether. And so that is a testament of our staying power. It is also a testament of the fact that when we talk about what we're facing and we talk to others about that same thing, it resonates and speaks volumes and is something that is meaningful and of value. And you know, when something's of a value, it's going to continue to be there because it's serving a purpose, it's serving a cause. And so even though I started a podcast out of selfish reasons, which is facing my own fear of public speaking, it has morphed into something absolutely wonderful. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that we touch on all aspects of life. We have all kinds of guests on the show. And the one thread that is absolutely common and absolutely human is that we all have fear, right? And we all have fear to face. And so this is why we come back every week on the Fearless Freedom Dr. G podcast, because we want to make sure that you know that your story is not, you're not alone. Like we all are facing fear and there's always ways forward 
and ways in which we can face that fear safely and have an amazing outcome, usually, which is incredible growth. So if you're watching this, then um, if you're listening, this may be difficult. But if you're watching this, you will see that I have a background that is up. I'm trying something new. I am recording this and actually live streaming it to the, pla the multiple platforms utilizing StreamYard. So shout out to Gage and the team at StreamYard. Shout out StreamYard. Woo! Okay. I don't have extra sounds. There you go. That's my extra sound. And so um, basically I am trying the new feature, which is uh, the green screen. And so I took a photo and I've been taking uh, photos lately of the beach because I'm like, I don't know, I'm maybe a little obsessed with it. But since we moved to Guam, been able to have an opportunity to go to the beach whenever and you know whenever we want which is amazing amazing gift and we are extremely grateful for that and so this is one of the beaches where we typically go and so as you can see the water is nice and calm and the water is also pretty transparent you can actually see that um you know, you can, you could be literally close to the shore here and you'll see fish flying by, not flying by, but swimming by. And that is super neat to me. Like I, I just like a marvel. I marvel every single time I see that. And so I wanted to share this with you because literally, right? Like, you know, this is our big adventure 2021. Like, so if you have never been on, been on the show, you don't know anything about me. I just told you a quick synopsis of why the show got started and who I am, but you may not know that last year, right around October, this is in the middle of everything, like in October 2020, we made a decision that we were going to essentially expatriate. And, you know, we uh, we looked all over the place and we landed on our new home, which is Guam. And it has been an amazing, amazing, amazing adventure, this big adventure 2021. And it is something that required our entire family to face fear, right? Because we were headed into the unknown. We had never visited Guam before moving here. I had never visited the hospital where I was working. It was truly a leap of faith and a huge, 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 huge testimony of facing fear and the amazing things that can happen as a result. All right. So I shared with you our big move, right? So we did this in February. We've been here now for a good, the greater part of like 11 months, right? So that is essentially now you're like getting to the point where you're a resident of the place. And we are super grateful for our new home. And that's why I like to share photos of it. So here in the background, like I said, this is one of our favorite beaches. This is Matapong Beach. Uh, and it is part of Tumon Bay, which if you can see, I don't know if you can see this, but like out there, oops, I have to get used to this green screen. So I'm pointing for those who are listening. Um, those who are watching can see where my finger is pointing, but like right there, which is a great distance out. It's just probably like, um, I don't want to say half a mile out, but it's far out. This is where you see the waves breaking. That is actually where the reef is located. So the reef is far out and it basically surrounds this whole part of the island. And um, it allows for there to be these very calm bays, okay? Now, um, this is a great place for you to face a fear, okay? So I'm going to tell you the newest fear that I'm facing and how it's going. So I decided, okay, 
living on an island, you know, we go down to like, I would drop the children at school. So their school is literally like up the hill from this beach. They can see this beach from their school. It's really, really, really cool. And so anyway, drop them at school and then head down to this beach just to kind of have some, you know, time to think, et cetera. Sometimes create content. (laughs) Never not have an opportunity to do that, right? Like I always take advantage of that. And so, um, you know, so be there. I was down there one day and literally, you know, I would see people in the water and I saw, you know, somebody getting a swimming lesson. And actually it was a group of children getting swimming lessons. And I marveled at that because I was saying to myself, wow, swimming lessons in the ocean, like that's ballsy. Okay. And so it so happened that people are very friendly here and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter like who you are, what your status is or anything like that. People just talk to people. And so I'm having a conversation with somebody and it turns out that, her daughter is taking the swim lesson. And so we're chatting and everything. And then she introduces me to the swim teacher who is, she's a swim coach. And so then we have a conversation and she's, you know, we're talking mainly about how do I get my children to be a part of this learning and ocean. And then it evolves to okay, well, if your children are learning, why don't you learn also? And it never dawned on me that that was a thing that I could as an adult, right? Like you're stuck in your ways, you have your old habits. And I I have many, as I'm sure many of you do, you know, if you're in my generation. Basically, you know, she's like, oh yeah, I can just come and take your lessons. And so I have to tell you that when she said that, I I was afraid, like the fear, the fear, in that pit in my stomach just ignited and was completely, you know, on fire and alive. Okay. And I have learned over the years in this journey of facing fear and understanding that as long as that fear is not something that is going to cause you imminent harm and danger, then it is definitely worth exploring the opportunity. Why? Because when you have that feeling, that is your litmus test that your brain is saying, oh my goodness, this is outside our comfort zone. Let's not do this. If you push past that, and again, the caveat is it's not something that's going to be acutely dangerous to you. If you push past that, what happens is absolutely nothing short of incredible, right? Because you then begin to grow in some immense ways. So when she said it, I had that pit and I was like, oh no, here we go again, facing another fear, right? And so I said, yes. And I have to tell you that I never imagined that at 46 years old, I would number one, be living on the island of Guam. Number two, be serving the incredible people of Guam in the emergency department. And number three, learning to swim in the ocean, specifically the Philippine Sea. Like if anybody told me that in 2021, those things were going to be happening, I would basically look at them cross-eyed because I would not believe it. So we have had several lessons now in the ocean and it has been absolutely amazing. I 
have learned how to float for the first time in my entire life. Usually I panic and I feel like I'm sinking to the bottom and it's like a no game. But I am learning to relax in the water. I'm learning how to control my body in the water. And I am also learning not to get distracted by the beautiful fish that swim by when I have my head in the water during some class. The other day she was showing us how to position ourselves and really relax our body so that we would, you know, be on the surface of the water. And the trick that she shared was it's all in relaxing your neck. And I did not think that that was a thing, but oh my goodness, it is such a thing because this, the moment that I relax my neck and put my head down in the water, and I'm, I'm, I'm showing you guys, I'm pretending like there's water here, and I put my head down immediately, my feet and my body, my lower body comes up to the surface. It's the most incredible thing. The moment I do that, I put my head down and relax and just like be in the water is the more I am able to control my breathing, to also control my movements, like my arms, my legs, where my my torso is going. It is absolutely phenomenal. I never would have thought that I would be able to do that. You know, the whole old, you know, can't teach an old dog new tricks type type deal. And then the second thing is, so the other day she's like, okay, you know, hey doc, put your head in the water. Okay, you know, relax your neck. Okay. And I'm doing it and I'm like focusing on, you know, getting my elbow up and like sweeping the water and bringing my arm down to my thigh and, you know, turning my, like all the, all the steps. Cause of course in my head, I'm going through every single step and instruction that she's giving me as we're, you know, as I'm doing the drills. And I literally saw the most beautiful fish <laughs> swim by. The fish was like, the fish was a good sized fish. The thing was like, probably, I would say it had to be at least a foot long and it was camouflaged. So it was literally like, so if you see, if you're looking at this video, you could see that the sand, you know, the sand is very visible through the water and it's like the fish was camouflaged as the color of sand. But obviously if you're looking into the water, you can actually see the fish. And so the little fish, the fish is not little, but the fish like swims by and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at the fishy. And I turn my head and I totally like lost focus of what I'm supposed to be doing. Like you're supposed to keep your head down and relax. And I'm like too busy looking at the fish. And so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, so I'm sorry. And I get up and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I got distracted by this amazing fish that decided to like kind of look up the fish was kind of looking up at me like what are you doing human like why are you even here you know and so the fish is like you know this incredulous look on its face and I'm like oh my gosh look at the fish you know and it was a really funny moment hopefully I've conveyed the vision to you if you know if you're listening and hopefully you're visualizing it you know if you're watching because you can see the water and you can kind of get a sense of what I'm describing but, you know, if I had not decided to face my fear of swimming in the ocean, I would never have had that experience. And I feel like it's enriching when you do things like that. So um, I wanted to share that story about my swim lesson and how I got distracted by the uh, really cool fish that came by <laughs> looking at me like, human, what are you doing? What are you doing, human? Why are you here? 
And so um, that's just one of the things. So, you know, that has opened up a tremendous amount of growth in my life, um, also in my husband's life, because he is now doing this with me. Um, We're doing it together. And so, you know, basically, you know, there I am learning something at 46, like I said, that I wouldn't have ever dreamt of learning swimming in the ocean. Okay. Uh, and fish are going by and distracting me. And I am like mesmerized by nature when I should be focusing on what I need to be doing to master the skill that I'm learning. Right. But it was all good because obviously we do everything in shallow water. Um, so the other thing that we learned is that there is sometimes a current that is involved here, right. Which you would not expect if you were in a pool, right? Because obviously that's standing, that's like, you know, there's a pump and everything, but the water is not a moving force. So the last couple of times that we were out, there was a current and you literally on some days could see the current flowing. It was almost like you're watching a river. It was the most incredible thing. And she had us swimming against this current. So literally I am doing the drill and I am feeling myself moving in the opposite direction of where I would like to go. And she was teaching us this and having us do this, not because she wanted us to have a better workout, which it did give us a more intense workout, but she wanted us to be able to feel as though feel that pull, recognize the pull, and then know exactly what to do in order to get out of that. So yet another skill set that comes from learning to swim in the ocean. And I had no idea. I had no idea. And then the, the other lesson that we learned is that you need to really be mindful of the tide watch. Okay. So before going out, you should make sure that you are aware of what's going on with the tide, because sometimes there may be like a storm out at sea and the tide is going to be uh, abnormally high. And obviously those are days when it's not safe to go out because number one, the water is, is going to cover the sand. Like this, this last week when we had the tide watch, Literally, the water came all the way up onto the sand and areas where you'd be able to walk along the beach were no longer existent. Like literally, it was just ocean. So not a good day to go out on the ocean because that would be extremely dangerous and we don't want to do anything that's going to compromise our life, right? And so I learned that. So I learned how to not panic when you're caught in the, um, what is this? I guess it's like the current. When you get caught in the current, I'm learning how to not panic and how to like have some survival skills related to that. And I'm learning that I can observe nature without getting completely distracted from my drills. I'm also learning that I can absolutely learn how to swim even at the age of 46. (laughs) And then I'm learning that it's very imperative to do the tide watch before heading out to the beach for safety purposes, because we want to be able to enjoy our island and not have to have any tragedy occur as a consequence of activities are participating in. So 
yeah. So that was my whole facing my fear of swimming in the ocean story. Now, here's here's another thing. So this past weekend was a very busy weekend. Um, my husband is joking because he said, oh, my gosh, I have literally been to the beach every single day for the last seven days. He's not complaining. He was just like marveling at the fact that he was able to do that in December when before you know, we've lived in Michigan. And so that was not possible unless we were on vacation in Mexico or something. And so we went out on a boat ride to basically outside of the bay. And so we were we went out there in the hopes of getting some snorkeling in and also uh, to hopefully see some wildlife, some marine life. So like dolphins, turtles, et cetera. And so, you know, we're out there some activities that are associated with the ride. So they have something called a banana boat. And I don't know if there are any Filipinos out there, any Pacific Islanders out there listening to this, but you probably know exactly what this banana boat is, right? This person here that's talking to you had no idea what this banana boat was. But you know what? As always, I'm like, well, this is not something that's going to be acutely dangerous to me. I'm going to give it a try, even though I'm a little bit fearful. Okay. So again, assessing the situation and then trying the thing, even if you're afraid. And so we get out there. So this banana boat, it's like literally looks like a banana. It's an inflatable boat and it's tethered to the boat, the, um, the motor boat that we're on or, um, yacht or whatever the thing is. I don't know what it's called, but it's tethered to this. And so we are like, okay, so my son gets on there. He, we were told not to go in the front because it's kind of like when you ride a roller coaster. And by the way, um, those roller coasters for me are kind of like not as pleasant as they used to be when I was a kid. Uh, that whole vestibular system getting messed up as you get older, just uh, just puts a monkey wrench in that program. So, you know, there we are. And he, he's like, you know, he gets on and he's like, okay, we're not gonna get in the front. So he gets in the back. And so he gets in the back and then I get in the seat next to him. So this banana boat is not a single banana boat. There's like two bananas, Okay, they're right next to each other parallel. And then the thing is tethered. So it fits like 12 to 14 people. And so then the thing is tethered to the boat that takes you out. And so the water, as we're going out, was pretty, pretty choppy. So the waves were bigger. And of course, the boat itself, as it's, you know, cutting through the waves, is also creating waves. You know, for all the geeks out there, all the interference of wave function, you know, uh, physics. Yeah. Ring a bell. And so, um, you know, so the thing is like, you know, we're jumping, we're getting airborne a few times and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm holding on to, cause you have a, a bar that you hold on to. It's like a bar, but like it's a inflatable bar or inflatable handle handles a better word. So I'm holding on to this handle. Right. And I'm like holding on very, very tightly. And I'm feeling my hand start to cramp and I'm like, Oh no, this is not good. So then what I do is I had an overhand grip and then I had to do like an underhand grip just to make sure that I stayed holding on. And in the meantime, I'm like looking back and I'm asking my son, like, Hey, are you okay? You know? And then, and as we're like, you know, jumping waves and you know, everybody's like, ah, screaming, kind of like on a roller coaster. 
everything was cool. You know, we didn't see any dolphins at that time. We didn't see any turtles at that time. I was actually too focused on making sure that I held on and didn't fall off this boat in the middle of the ocean. Okay. So that was, that was my deal. So everything went fantastic. We went out to an area where we we're able to dock the boat. And then we got to do some snorkeling, hang out on the swim mat, and just have a really, really fun time. And it is very different being out in that deep water because I'm like, wow, you know, I look down and I could see the fish and I could see all of that. But then I can also see that the bottom is a good distance down. And in my head, I'm like, okay, um, yeah, I can't just put my feet down. Like when I'm at swim class and we're in the bay near the shore, I can't just do that. Like I have to tread water or I have to like swim or I have to get myself to the tether to the boat, or I have to like be by the swim mat, you know, but you know, so in my mind, you know, all of these things are happening, that fear is coming again, and I'm having to, you know, fight through it and figure out ways in which to continue to face this fear. And so it was very, very enlightening experience just being out there in deep water, um, you know, near the boat and everything. So we get ready to come back and another group of our party decide they're going to get on the banana boat. So now what I didn't know, and pretty much everybody in the boat knew this, except me, maybe, maybe my hubby too, but you know, they go faster for the return trip. Like that is the fastest, roughest trip. Right. And I did not know this, but like I said, if you're Filipino, you're Pacific Islander, you probably already know this, the whole goal of the banana boat is to dump you off into the ocean. I was like, what? Like, if you told me that before I got on the thing, I don't think I would have got on the thing. So it's probably good that I didn't know that. So now this final group, as we're headed back in, they're getting like the, the boat's going faster now, right? Because it's like going the opposite direction and it's going towards the shore and well, towards the marina. And, you know, they're like turning and everybody's like, oh, you know, holding on to the banana boat. And then don't you know, we get this a little bit outside of the marina and everybody on one side of the boat just like dumps off the boat. And we're like, oh my gosh, we lost like six people. <laughs> of course, everybody's wearing a life vest. So safety first, always. But they were just like, oh yeah, that's the whole point of the banana boat. I was like, what? Nobody said that before. What is the matter with you people? <laughs> but it was all in good fun. And so we, the boat now has to turn around and like retrieve everybody out of the water. And, you know, it was a lot of fun and everybody was fine, but it was just so funny because I was like, what do you mean? That's the goal. You know, this is crazy, but it's just one of the ways in which you have fun, right? Kind of like if you're on a jet ski and you wipe out, it's the same, same deal, but only this is like an inflatable boat that's being pulled by a bigger boat. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe you've experienced the banana boat experience. If you have, fantastic. I had not, that was my first time. 
And it was a ton, a ton of fun. So I am telling you this because had I not been walking on the beach that day, had I not inquired about the cherubs swimming in the ocean, getting a lesson, had I not, you know, gone you know, gone against, well, not against, but had I not followed my litmus test of fear, which is the gut feeling in my stomach, oh my gosh, this is not, this is not going to be like in your comfort zone type deal. Had I not done any of those things, had I not talked to Coach Lonnie and Coach Pilar, had I not signed up for the cherubs to get their lesson, had I not signed up for us to get our lesson, we would never have had that experience. And then here's the best part. We're coming back, as I said. So we had that whole thing with the banana boat and losing the one whole side of the, the occupants of the boat into the ocean and having to retrieve them. The next thing that happened was we uh, we were headed back and we were starting to play music. And so uh, they played, first they played electric slide. Then they played the Cupid Shuffle. And so everybody is, you know, dancing and, you know, doing the Cupid Shuffle. Um, of course, we're like, you know, falling from side to side because, of course, the boat is like, you know, the boat is like this. It's pretty much almost vertical. <laughs> you know, the top of the boat is like up off of the water and it's like just like going like gangbusters. And so uh, the next thing we notice is one of the a dolphin just like jumps up and goes right by one of the windows on the side of the boat. And so our, one of our youngest, um, youngest occupants of the boat, she was, I think she's like about two years old. She was like, Oh my gosh, the dolphin, the dolphin. And so we're like, everybody's now like excited. So it's like a fever pitch of excitement because we wanted to see marine life. Like that was part of, you know, the hope of going out into deep water like that. So then the dolphins all come out and they're jumping waves and they're getting close to the boat and they're participating. And then we noticed somebody said, okay, they turn the music off, you know, so we can focus on this. And as soon as we turned off the Cupid shuffle, you would not believe this, but the dolphins, they went away. Then we turned it back on and they came right back. It was the most fun thing ever because I think what was happening was they were sensing the bass in the music and that was what was attracting them but it was so amazing just seeing them jump and you know they were all together jumping and you know they were really 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 cool animals because they're so sentient so yeah so all those things would never have been an experience if we had if I had not faced my fear initially and uh, made a decision to learn to swim hey it's Dr. G and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode I'm so honored to have you here with me did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started with my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show, 
and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. So I do want to share one more, one more thing or one more thing that I'm learning. I am, this is my season of obviously trying new things, right? So the bottom line is, you know, try new things, even if you're afraid, because you never know what amazing growth is going to happen as a result. You never know who you're going to meet, whose life you're going to impact. You never know what will be the outcome. Because because I made a decision to learn to swim, I have now gotten to know some incredible, incredible people that I would not have met otherwise. I have had the opportunity to to see some incredible things. And it actually opened some additional doors because once I get to the point where I'm better at this particular skill, more than likely the next step is going to be to get Dan certified and start diving, which is a huge deal here. You know, there's Palau that's really close, which is a world renowned diving site. So I am very excited about that. So then the next thing that, um, that I am literally learning and uh, facing a fear of. So I don't know if you've ever taken a look at the charts. Like if you were to look at your, your stocks or your bonds, and you notice that each stock, there's a chart, like a trending chart that goes along with it. And it kind of looks like a foreign language, right? And so I've seen that over the years, and I have blindly kind of invested in like a you know, you 401k, you just, you know, figure out what the risk is. And then you pick the the combination of risk that fits your, your stage in life. And then you just put the money in there. Right. So I never really got engaged in investing. I never really got like fully engaged in, um, the in and outs of how it works. I just know that like, I put the thing in there and it's a long-term situation. It's a long game. It's a marathon. I'm not expecting to have these crazy gains like right away, but over time, the goal is that you will have a steady increase over time. And then, you know, you will have ultimately in the end, the resource in which you can survive uh, financially once you retire. So when somebody said to me, you know, hey, you ever thought about learning trade? I was like, trade what? Like baseball cards? You know, like, what are you, what are you asking me if I have ever wanted to learn how to trade? And they were talking about trading in the markets, right? So trading in the stock market, trading Bitcoin, trading um, in the foreign exchange market, trading commodities. And I for sure was like, oh totally fearful. Okay. Like totally fearful. Like the voice that I was hearing was, Oh, I don't know. I, ca I can't do that. Like I need to be, you know, certified to be able to do something like that. Like I wouldn't trust myself. I think I would lose everything. You know, all of those fearful thoughts came to mind. And so it was pretty ironic that my, um, company, so I have, I have a couple of companies, but my, the, my company, that's a technology company, um, but technology, not in the sense of like, and people say, when people, when I say people tech, 
tell people that it's a technology company, they immediately think about computers and such, but it's not. It's um, wearable technologies like this right here that I have in my nose. Um, um, it's my personal spa. I think this this one is um, is relaxed that I have in, in place here. It's wearable technologies. It's you know, technologies that allow for you to save on things, right? So like save on travel, which I absolutely, absolutely love to do. And I love saving while doing that. Uh, save on your bills because we have a bill negotiation service and also um, allows you to have other wearable technologies. So, you know, we have um, we have a foam. If, here's what it looks like. Uh, you can see it. Oh, I can't even get on the screen. Yeah. So we have like this antiseptic foam. Yeah. And it basically like protects your hands for up to four hours from uh, microbes, fungi, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So we have all of these technologies. Right. So not like bites and like zeros and ones, but technologies that are practical. So something you can wear to make your personal spa happen, something that you can use to protect your skin, something that you can use to save when you travel, something that you can use to save money on your monthly bills. So I was like, when our CEO was basically stating that he was planning into the financial arena, I was a little bit nervous, uh, particularly because he was talking about um, a educational platform that teaches you how to trade. Because like I said, every time I look at a trade trading chart, whether it's uh, stocks or commodities, whatever it is, it looks like a foreign language to me. And so I was deathly afraid of that. So I, when we aligned with this company and, you know, there was a lot of fanfare about the launch of this particular service line, I was excited, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't like convinced. And I'm, that's just me being honest because of my fear. And so, you know, I signed up, I became a student, right, on the books, but I never attended any of the classes. I didn't watch any of the videos. And this is in April. So I was kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things like that's a fear that I'll face at one point, but I'm just not quite ready to face that guy right now. And, but I'm going to support the company and I'm going to, you know, participate in this, you know, albeit a very passive manner. And so I didn't think too much of it. And then August came around and was talking to some colleagues in the company. And I was talking to this one individual, she's about 24 years old. And she was saying, oh yeah, she signed up in April as I did. And she was at the point now where she was making $30,000 um, for every, you know, every 30 trading day. And I was like, excuse me, you're making 30,000. <laughs> and she said, yeah. And I asked her like, well, how, how is that happening? How is that even possible? And she basically said, all I did was follow the instructions of the trainers. And I learned the strategies and then I implemented the strategies. I implemented the risk management and I implemented the strategies. And before I knew it, there was compounding and I was at that $30,000 mark. Okay. That's when I was like, a 24-year-old is sitting at home 
are sitting on their phone and making trade bids and then often setting and forgetting it, you know, I think actually, and I think she was a scalper. So I think she would be, you know, in and out of the market pretty briefly on five minute intervals and then um, moving on, like putting in a bunch of trades, pulling them out, um, taking profit and then moving on with her day. So maybe she was spending an hour doing this and she was hitting her daily goal. And of course, over 30 day trading period, she got to 30,000. So I said, okay, it's time for me to forget this fear, face it, and learn how to trade. So that is exactly what I did in September. So in September, I started taking the beginner basics component of the learning platform. And what I love about the platform is that they are very invested in your success. They don't get anything when you trade and you're like doing amazing. They don't get a dividend or anything like that. They basically function on the fact that they want you to be successful because if you're successful, then you will refer others to the platform. You yourself will become very involved in the community and it will be a, it will be a win-win for everybody, right? So you'll you know, be able to, if you apply yourself and you follow the things and you do the, you pick the right strategy, you could very well have a nice uh, income stream from this, right? Well, of course, the disclaimer is that it's really up to you. Nobody can guarantee what you're going to make. It's the same thing like the gym. You don't get a gym membership in January and then expect that you're going to be felt by June without putting in the time in the gym. So this is like everything else. It's the same thing. You're learning a skill set. So anyway, so she tells me this and I'm like, okay. So September, I start with the beginner basics and they are very adamant that you need to Make sure that you understand the concepts, the jargon, the nomenclature before you move on to the live classes where you learn strategies. Because what they don't want is for you to go out there unprepared, not ready with a good foundation, and then you become lost, frustrated, and you eventually you know, disassociate yourself from this skill set learning. And so I really appreciate that about this program. And I really appreciate that there is a community where, you know, I can go and others can go and ask questions at the level where you are and based on the strategy that you're choosing. So very recently, I, um, I, you know, made my first trade. I was very afraid to do that, even though I was utilizing a, um, what do you call this now? I, I call it a mock account because it's not real money, but um, yeah, so I'll just say it's a mock account. So I was using my mock account and I made my first trade and I followed the principles and the strategy of the trainer that I'm following. And I literally had a successful trade. And so it just proved that it worked. And so the thing that there is a huge emphasis on with this is that trading is 90% mindset and 10% skill. And that is so true because you can get caught up in the moment, right? So say you could get emotional about it and then you can totally forget your risk management. You can totally forget your strategy points and you can have kind of like a not so great situation. Knowing that there will be losses, 
And the overall picture is that your, your net gain is going to be at your target. If you follow the rules and you do what you're supposed to do and you have the correct mindset towards it. And so the other day I um, transitioned to a different strategy. So I was doing one particular strategy and it was working really well, but I wanted to have another strategy where I didn't have to be on my phone and tracking the trades like with the previous one. And so I am learning a strategy where I literally set it and then I forget it. I go and do stuff and then come back and then check on it. And so um, I started doing it and I was not following the rules and you would not believe what happened. I started losing, I started losing trades. And I was like, okay, this is what they're talking about. This is a mindset thing. You know, I could have easily been like, oh, it doesn't work. Look at that. I'm losing. And instead I went back to the community and I said, what am I doing wrong guys? Like, I don't understand why I'm losing. And then they pointed out the items that needs to correct. And then boom, there it was started taking profit again and started gaining. And so it is just such a huge, like lesson in life too, right? Because there's time, there are times when you're learning a new skill set and you kind of expect that things are going to happen faster than they do. And you don't want to necessarily go through the journey and the the change that needs to occur in order for that thing to become internalized. And that is exactly what I'm experiencing with trading. And it is so much fun. I cannot tell you. And I am just so excited because I know what it means for 2022, because now things are going to start opening up and we're on the side of the world that we want to be on, where we can get to all of our bucket city places to travel. And my vision is to literally be on the beach, spending 20 minutes, half an hour, putting in bids on trades, getting back to the fun and then checking on it later in the day and taking profit. So that's my vision. So anyway, so these are all the things, uh, most recently, the two fears that I am facing and the benefits of facing those fears and how incredible, uh, facing your fear can open up opportunities for you and you would never, never, never expect the things that will happen. So my call to action to you is to try new things, even if you're afraid, obviously with the caveat that these are not going to be items that are going to cause you physical or emotional harm. Um, but definitely think about what fear you will face in 2022 and how you will grow incredibly from that fear. Because I am telling you, I am absolutely telling you, there's no point in living this life if you're not going to live this life to the full. And by pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, that is how you are able to do that. You want to be able to sit on the, in the rocking chair or on the porch or whatever um, and look back at your life when you're an elder and have absolutely no regret because that is what it's all about. So I have literally talked for 45 minutes. <laughs> Yikes. And I am sure, certain that I did not hit on all the points, but that's okay. I just wanted to make sure that I talked about those two fears that we we're facing and give you kind of a little bit of a recap 
on the year 2021 and how awesome Big Adventure 2021 is going and how much we absolutely love the people of Guam, the island of Guam, and absolutely are appreciative and grateful for all of the blessings that have come with this year. So I am sending you nothing but good vibes, and I hope that you will be strong, be brave, and unleash your greatness. <laughs>